What's up, guys? Top of the top. What the fuck is going on? A whole lot. A whole lot. What's up, y'all? It's too... No, it's not Tuesday. Look, look, look. I'm getting ready to, I'm getting ready to tell you some bullshit. And you know I ain't no liar. That's about to stop. It's Thursday. Oh, we need to get the fuck out the house. Yeah. <laughs> it is Thursday, folks. May the 7th. Happy birthday to my Uncle Arthur. Shout out to you. Um, And round of applause to everybody whose birthday is today. And you are here to see it. So, yeah. So, I don't even know where to start. But let me just tell you, it's a whole lot of shit going on. So much bullshit to talk about this Thursday. I was going to try to dig in the crates and do a throwback Thursday segment, but it don't look like I can do that this Thursday because it's just so much relevant, recent shit going on that I feel the need to have to discuss it. So yeah, let's do what it do and um, fuck with me though. Eight, ignition sequence has started. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Yep, 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 yep. You dialed the right motherfucking number. So let me just jump into it by first letting you know, since I am from New York, what has transpired in our state, if you didn't already know. Uh, Yeah, so here's the latest. But before I do, just because it is Throwback Thursday, I'm going to give you a little treat real quick. How many of y'all remember this shit right here? Let's not all laugh together. but <laughs> No, let's. But <laughs> Throwback Thursday moment. This shit here, boy. Right. Right. 
Okay. All right. So I'm right. I'm back at it. I'm back at it. But I thought that was hilarious considering it is a throwback and, you know, yeah, made me laugh. I hope it made me laugh. Um, yeah. So how about that, right? So, all right. Jumping back into what I need to discuss with you uh, regarding the latest in New York City. So for the first time, guys, in like 115 years, no bullshit, uh, New York City shut down the entire subway system. Now this was yesterday, May 6th. And I don't know if I should be like great or about fucking time. Because if you've been listening to me from the very beginning, I have been stressing that that was something they should have done way, way long ago. Like, as soon as this, like, really hit the United States, that should have been one of their primary priorities. But for whatever reason, it wasn't, right? So they're basically saying they've, they've done this to avoid the spread of corona. And um, MTA chairman, uh, what's his name? Patrick Foy said in a a conference on Tuesday that extraordinary times call for extraordinary measures. So I do recall, um, and I was actually telling my mother about this when we was having a conversation about why they hadn't closed or shut down a uh, subway system yet at that time. I was telling her about a period when they did. And that was in 2011, and it was due to Hurricane uh, Irene, and then in 2012, Hurricane Sandy. Um, 2015, there was a moment where the systems kind of canceled passenger service, but they kept the equipment train still running. So this is actually the first planned shutdown. So this is how it's going to go, folks. The cleanings, the cleanings are going to be done on a nightly basis from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. And when the cleaning is done, every single subway car will be disinfected. So just to recap, uh, if you didn't know, uh, more than 80 MTA employees, which includes at least 50 who worked in the subways, have died from complications related directly to coronavirus. So, you know, I am happy that they have decided to implement better measures in terms of how to decrease the spread of this virus. But I, I'm sorry, I have to be honest. You know, I'm gonna give it to you raw and uncut. They should have been did this shit. True fucking story. They should have been did this shit. So I'll play for you uh, a short snippet from CNN regarding the latest on the deliberate shutdown of the subway systems. So here you go. It's an eerie scene underground in New York City's subway system. Platforms and trains are mostly empty. The pandemic slowing the country's largest transit system to a crippling pace. 
As New York gears up to slowly reopen, the Metropolitan Transit Authority, or MTA, which runs the system, is strategizing how it will handle an eventual boost in ridership. Of course, yeah, I think that there's, there's some fear involved with, with going back. And assure passengers it's safe to return. It's starting with a never-been-done-before effort of shutting down the 24-7 operation for four hours a night to disinfect every single subway car, top to bottom, and every station twice a day. That might not feel like a big deal, but we have almost 500 stations, and we're disinfecting every touch point, every place where a rider might touch a railing. The next step is, as ridership starts to come back, making sure we're keeping up with it. Disinfecting is the priority. What comes next isn't yet on paper. The MTA says it's getting ideas from other countries and medical professionals, like how to achieve social distancing. And the advice we've gotten from them is be vigilant about mask use and get as much space as you can. Ideally, in terms of social distancing, you have a pole right here, right? So that could be one person. The next person really shouldn't come into play until at least here. And then maybe you have another person over here. Eric Logel drives the trains. He's lost nearly 100 colleagues to COVID-19 in the last two months. Pre-pandemic, he says he'd carry nearly 1,000 passengers on a single train, about 150 people per car. How many can actually fit on a car with social distancing? Oh boy, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eight, maybe, say less than 30. The MTA plans to hire new people to man the platforms, direct riders to less crowded subway cars. Random temperature checks of passengers is being considered, and decals on the platforms is also a possibility. Since the pandemic started, ridership across all public transit is down more than 90 percent. The MTA estimates it will lose more than $8 billion this year and recently asked for nearly $4 billion in federal aid. We want ridership to come back, but we know that we have to make people feel safe and secure. For Weinberger, he says he'll be back, reluctantly. For me, there really is no other option than taking the subway. It's going to look like a different subway, isn't it? It's going to be unlike anything we've seen before. Yeah, so there you have it. I'm pretty certain that it will be. So, you guys, as I keep abreast on what the latest is with our commute in New York, You'll know as I know, right? And if you know before I know, let a bitch know, right? Okay, so moving forward, and forward we will move. Some positive news um, for you guys. Meek Mills and his uh, baby mother just had his third child yesterday on his birthday. So, uh, congratulations to Meek Mills. For um, his son being born and his son being born, how crazy is this, on his birthday. (laughs) 
So I know a lot of you guys were um, aware of that. But someone else who had their baby yesterday on the 6th was uh, Iggy Azalea. So um, Playboy Cardi and her welcomed their son yesterday. And um, yeah, everybody seems like a lot of people were born yesterday. Shout out to the 6th. Uh, this is their first child together and, um, wishing them well, uh, glad that the baby is here in the world safely and healthy. And again, congratulations to the new parents. So to Meek Mills and to... Zelia, congratulations. All right. Now, went from a nice moment to shade, right? Because shade be right there when you least expect it. So here's the fucking shade. Hey guys, this is the continuation of part one. So as I was saying, here comes the fucking shade. Say what? So, apparently, and this is kind of like, where is this coming from, right? But apparently, uh, French Montana and uh, Ray Sh- uh, Schrummer is having, uh, well, let me start again. French Montana is in a feud right now with Swali. Uh, Due to the fact that he feels like he came up with that entire idea for Ray Schrummer's uh, power glide, but he feels as though he never got any credit for it. So, you know, lately French Montana has been like on a, how would you call it? Like some said a wild press run, but he definitely has been making a lot of noise and calling out media outlets and talking shit, right? Uh, Not so long ago, he actually um, came out claiming to have more hits than Kendrick Lamar. Say what? That's what I said, but, you know, hey, that's how he feels. Uh... Somewhere between then and and, and, and now, uh, he's basically insinuates that um, his hit record, Unforgettable, with Swali, uh, he feels like he was violated. Um, And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that uh, there was a part two to that song, I believe, and he wasn't asked to be on it. So, you know, it it drummed up some, I guess, animosity of some sort. Uh, But 
Swale took it, a, and I don't know. I mean, if it wasn't, tr- if it's not true, can we even fault him from taking it like that? So he, he was a little, you know, hot and bothered by it, and as a result, you know, obviously him and French ain't fucking with each other like that. So um, there's the shade, right? But um, recently, French Montana spoke with uh, Billboard, and he claimed that Ray Schrummert's song "Power Glide." Again, he didn't get credit for it. So, he's actually saying that he's coming after Swally's royalties. Dead ass. get mad at me uh he goes on to say basically and and this is french montana i'm talking about he goes on to say that he believes the fact that they didn't include him on the second version of that song unforgettable was insulting and then he is quoted with stating if i didn't structure the song what happened when they put out unforgettable part two guatemala how come that didn't sell nine million? That's how they try and do me. I do unforgettable. They take me out and he replaces me with somebody else to come out with a part two. I never took it no way. So I'm gonna play a quick snippet of the interview uh Billboard and him had. And um let me know what you think. You were talking to everyday struggle about your A and R is and you know you I feel like you don't get the credit for like coming through and trying to break some New York artists early, you know, like you did with a Bobby or like yeah. when you when you saying, kicked look, it with they, they, did, they, they did all that, right? Like, let's say Sway wanted to go say all that, right? I love Sway Lee. No problem with him. He never did nothing to me, actually. All I was saying, my brother, was if you have the original version. And I put my verse, and I and I put my verse on it in certain places. That I mean I structured the song, right? Yeah. What am I saying wrong? What am I he, saying? He, he took it as if you were trying to take credit for the record. Like it was bare, it was no, naked. I never, took, I never took credit for for, for the record. And I always say Swayly name up there, and I always every time I do a show, I make sure he's there. How much I take credit for the song? Every show I did, he's there with me. Let me tell you how much I'm not trying to take the credit. This is six in the morning, right? You got this exclusive. This is six in the morning somewhere, somewhere in uh, in, in Calabasas or Woodland Hill, whatever. I stay up all night producing records. Guess what record I produce? Powerglide. Oh. Right. I produce it with um, DJ Paul. Cause it used to be one of my, it used to be one of my favorite records. I did that, and that's how I did Fifties and Hundreds. If you look at, listen to my last album, I, I, I did both of those. So it happened, DJ Paul came in. It was at Marley Moss Studio, and if I'm lying, or my son, I'm flying. They come in. Sway Lee did a verse on it, this and that. I ain't even after I produced it, just put it like this. I don't know how the technicalities went. Ask me, did I make one percentage off of that? 
I'm the one that came up with the whole idea. I'm the one that came up with everything on that. Gave it to Uncle Paul, um, um, DJ Paul, and 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 um, DJ Paul, and I gave it to uh, Juicy J. They produced it. Molly Ma swindled it. And and Sway Lee was Sway Lee single. You think I? You think I? You know I came after them to get anything? But now that he said that, I'm gonna come and get my piece. I need my piece of power glide. I made it. Why, 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 why did not giving me my credit for looking out? What happened to Martin Luther King French, man? We, 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 why, why did not tell them people that, though? Because I made Power Glide. Why, why, why did not tell them people it was my idea? And I came up with that. Who nah, was, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Why, why are they only looking at me saying I structured the song by putting my verse in it? All right, then. All right. If I didn't structure the song, what happened when they put out Unforgettable Part 2, Guatemala? How come that didn't sell 9 million? That it was a sequel that was forgettable. Yeah. 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 Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not arguing that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, right? But you guys, you guys have right, a diamond but record. Look, but look, but look, but yeah, look, look how they're trying to do me. I do Unforgettable. They take me out. He replaced me with somebody else. Come out with a part two. I never took it no way. You know what I'm saying? I never took yeah. it no way. So guess what? If I never did nothing to the first one, my brother, and you got it, and you came out with part two, my brother, God bless you. Do your thing. All I did was I structured the first one. And what I meant by structure the first one was where I put my verse. I'm one of the most humble guys. Like, I don't I don't really, like, I don't think people understand that. Like, I ain't get here by trying to shit on people. I never shit on nobody. That's why God keep blessing me. But you're not gonna go out there and, 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 and try to throw dirt on my name. I never shitting on you. I never said nothing bad. Maybe you just, it just, you know what I'm saying? It's just a thing that just people put, put in his air or something. I never, I never came for him for, for Power Glide. I'm letting him, like, I let them keep everything. Like, I, I thought that was a favor of me returning the favor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the way the business went, went, went down with the, with the whole unforgettable. I have no problem with Mike Will. I have no problem with, with... I think it's a win for us. I think we won. I think that we did a great thing. This is what I'm about to say. And I'm, and I'm going to let you go after I ask you one more question. Y'all have a potential diamond record. You know what I mean? Like, why not put all this aside? Because the chemistry is there, like I said, with Unforgettable. I once, once, once you put this out, he's going to release it. Something, then he gonna say something. Well, all I'm doing is telling the truth. Like I'm telling the truth. Like you came out with Unforgettable Part Two, and then did not do Unforgettable Part One. Did I feel like y'all could have done an Unforgettable, uh, I, I, another kind of record? Like you don't, you can't see y'all we working did. together again. We did, but the energy just shifted because of all this negative energy from this. And I'm past it. You know what I'm saying? I made yeah. sure that every show I looked out, I did, I did. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just like. I never said he would, like, he is the biggest part of Unforgettable, matter of fact. There you have it. That's so, humble. That's yeah, humble. Play this song. That's it. I don't want to be about it no more. It's nine million. Let's talk about something. Let's go, let's talk about something that went good, that didn't sell. Let's, let's be about that. Because there's a lot of songs we can be about. No, it's not. Uh, it, it's, it's whack when you be about a song that's diamond. That's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> like everybody winning, you know what I mean? Nine million, y'all, y'all got it, man. So yeah.
Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think that French Montana is being a little messy? Or do you think, like, he's in his right to address these things as he has? I mean, it's all business at the end of the day, right? And, you know, sometimes business be bad fucking business. (laughs) And if you ever did business, you know business can go bad. Mm. Yeah. Well, moving on. So something positive, right? Let's 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 speak about something uplifting, right? So Dookie Chases out in uh New Orleans cooked up about 4500 community meals over the past few weeks with the support from New Orleans uh, rapper. You guys already fucking know. Wazy. Because you know. Because you know I'm a big Wazy fan. So always got to shout him out for when he does amazing things, especially for the community. And so this was noteworthy. And so um, the meals basically were provided to the, the schools, churches, and food pantries for the restaurant's community give back days. So Dookie Chase will resume takeout service in mid-May after Mother's Day. But the start date is actually still to be determined. So just want to mention that in terms of uh, community activists and positive things being done. Um, definitely was noteworthy to mention. So there you have it. All right. So this will probably be the last thing I'll leave you with before I skate up out of here. But... um. For you guys who love sports news, right? Sports news. This one's for you. So, Brett Favre, uh, I think that's how you say his name. Don't kill me. Um, you know the fuck I'm talking about. But basically, he found himself in a very sticky situation. Apparently, he has to repay 1.1 million. No, did you hear me? 1.1 million dollars back. Who the fuck is paying $1.1 million back to anybody? He will. The reason he has to pay this money back is because he was paid this money for speeches that he just didn't either show up for or that he didn't make. Um, so the $1.1 million came from um, the state of Mississippi in which his office received about $500,000 on Wednesday, plus 
he has a commitment to repay the other 600000 in installments over the next few months. So, this all came about through an audit that was done by the Mississippi Department of Human Services. And it basically showed that Brett had been paid by the Mississippi Community Education Center, which is actually a nonprofit, a uh, nonprofit group whose former leader has been indicted in a welfare embezzlement scheme. So this is just nasty. Uh, The Community Education Center had contracts with human services to spend money through the, get this one guys, Temporary Assistance for Needy Family Program. Y'all know what the fuck that is. That's T-A-N-F. That's welfare, y'all. That's welfare. Uh, So, people are saying this much, right? Give him a round of applause for his good faith effort to just kind of like remedy this and make it right. And make the taxpayers and the families that are on temporary assistance uh, feel whole again. Doesn't appear that he knew actually what was going on. But um, that don't even matter, right? Um, the audit was released on Monday and it said that, um, they stated that 500,000, like I mentioned in December, 2017 and 600,000 in June of 2018 was, uh, was the time frames, uh, he was supposed, he got paid to make speeches for those events that he didn't show up to. So... This happened out in Mississippi. He's facing no criminal charges. And I guess at this point, people just want to like, you know, make the wrongs right. Uh, He had a statement in which he said that he never received monies for obligations that he does not meet. He wasn't aware that the money... Uh, being dispensed was paid for out of funds not intended for that particular purpose. So, um, you just want to add that he brought a, uh, it brought a lot of joy to him in his life to be able to be associated with helping children, um, through many donations, one of his own that he has, um, the Far For Hope Foundation, And so, yeah, this is just nasty. I really hope that they remedy this and, um, you know, be mindful of what you guys as celebrities um, allow people to advocate on your behalf for. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times you could get jammed up in situations you knew nothing like this. You don't even know what's going on. But whatever's going on is going on stamped with your name of approval. So with that being said, I'm going to make my way to closing this out. I want to tell you guys before I do, though, Co loves you. You already know. You already know that I appreciate you. 
every time you come in, you listen and you leave me messages. And yes, I have not forgot. I will be probably addressing the messages tomorrow um, that I've received. But uh, yeah, you guys, as always, I love you. And I'm out. One time for all my lioness in the building. One time for all the lioness. And I'm out of here. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone.